What's up, y'all? High rising to you guys, and you already know when I say high rising, I mean vibrate high, meet your higher self, and show up as the greatest and best version of yourself. <sighs> Let me grind for a moment. My voice is deep because it's morning, and I typically, well, I used to in the past do my podcast in the a.m., but I got away from it, and now I'm coming back to that season. Go ahead and knock it out at the top of the day and be done with it and in the am for whatever reason our voice seems to hold a lower register or uh, it's projected in a lower register i like it it sounds kind of sexy to me but i'm gonna ground myself for a minute before i get into this conversation and i'm gonna ask for help right quick because i listened to my last podcast or the one before the last live podcast the ones that i post on youtube and I could only hear the volume in one ear of the headphones that I had connected, Bluetooth headphones that I had connected. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I have my software hooked up to my phone right now, and I'm using Focusrite. And I changed the settings so that I'll be able to hear it, hear the audio in both ears, but I only can hear it in one ear. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So if somebody can shoot me something some kind of way and let me know what i'm doing wrong that would be great i might it's a big might open up the comments on this video and let that happen that's a big might i keep my comments off because people are mean the internet is mean and i ain't got time because people want to be mean but when you get mean back they can't take it they'll be ready to bottle up in a fetus position somewhere and cry because the way I'm, the way I retaliate, I don't retaliate. But if I were ever to retaliate, I cut deep, and I don't want to do that to people. So that's why I just kind of reserve my energy and don't really in, interact and engage with people on the internet, internet like that. I will one day, but right now I don't, just because y'all mean, y'all are bullies, y'all be gang stalking people, and that ain't cool gang stalking means it's a whole gang of y'all that just gang up on people and stalk them on all their social media create fake accounts and be attacking them and that is not cool and i ain't got time for it because i will hurt your feelings real bad and i don't want to do that to you i want to be loving i want to be loving but don't get it twisted don't get this spiritual stuff twisted just because i am love does not mean i will not go there with you i will I try to stay away from it because I don't like operating in that energy. It don't feel good. And I like to feel good. I like to feel pleasant. I enjoy feeling pleasant. Okay? And I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> so one day I might open up my comments. One day. I don't know. But right now, they're going to stay off because I ain't got time for y'all to be trying me. I'm as a spiritual gangster out here in these streets. <laughs> and let me shut up because folks will take that the wrong way and run with it. And I don't mean nothing insidious by that at all. I don't even know if insidious was the right word to use. I want to look it up, but I don't want to stop my music. But I'm going to look it up anyway. But um, I can be real reckless at the mouth if I want to. But I have mastered the art of self-control. I don't respond.
I don't respond. I choose to keep my mouth closed. Hold on, I gotta learn how to spell it first. Insidious. Let's see. What does that mean? If y'all hear my digestive system making noise, please excuse me. It's because I am doing intermittent fasting today to give my digestive system a break because I've been eating a lot. Awaiting a chance to entrap. Ooh, that was the perfect word to use. I don't want to do that to you. I don't want to trap you. Because what will happen is what I'll say to you will be inside your mind and you're going to replay it over and over and over and you're going to trap yourself. It ain't going to be me that's going to do it. I'm just going to re be real with you and tell you about yourself. And it's going to play over and over and over and over in your mind. You're going to trap yourself. My words can be very insidious if I allow them to. But I'm mastering myself and my emotions. And learning to ignore and rise above and not get on your level. And by keeping my comments off, it's helping me do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know what all that was about. Maybe it's some people out here hating and gang stalking and all kind of crazy stuff i don't know i don't care like i don't pay attention to any of that stuff i focus on me my life bettering myself being a great example for my son preparing for the next chapter in our lives because <laughs> let me stop playing before i start crying for real because every time i think about it i get emotional my son is about to graduate from high school and he's going off to college and I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Like he life happened like that. It's like he grew up so fast. Especially when custody was exchanged. And I'm gonna talk about that and a lot of other things once he turns eighteen. I've kept my mouth closed about a lot of things. For his protection but when he turns 18 i'm gonna share a lot more of my story being a mother and having shared custody and all of that stuff but when custody was exchanged and i went into the role of Okay, hold on. Let me think about how it goes. He has physical custody, and I i don't know what the term is for the type of custody that I have, but it's weekends and holidays and things like that. So we have joint custody, but his father has physical custody, meaning he lives in the home with his father. When that happened, when that became a thing, it seemed like he just grew up so quickly because... I wasn't there with him every single day. And though there was a physical gap, there was never an emotional one. I always showed up for him. 
when I was living in Atlanta, I would drive home every other weekend to be with my baby. And some weekends I wouldn't because I was just tired and burnt out, but I was always showing up for him. Because again, I say this a lot, everything I do, and it's not just about being wealthy and, and having money. Besides all of that, money is just a, a resource. Wealth is a state of being. Everything that I do is for him. So that he grows into a wealthy young man internally. So that he grows into a wealthy man internally. Having a good heart. Having patience. Having a sound mind. Having confidence, not being afraid to be who he is. That's wealth. Those are examples of what it means to be wealthy on the inside. So everything I do is for him. I, I want to be an example. I am an example for him so that as he grows and develops, those characteristics become his characteristics. And also, it's deeper than that. One day, he'll start to breed and create life with his own seed and the woman that he chooses to create life with the, the men usually look at their mothers to be an example of that type of woman or the woman that they want to co-create with and I want to be an example of not I want to I am an example of a great mother I show up for my son I love him in the way that he needs to be loved I pay attention to him and love him the way he needs to be loved and it's my heart's prayer my heart's desire that when he chooses the woman that he wants to co-create with that he looks for some of the characteristics in her that I am working so hard to embody. I don't know how this turned into a podcast about my baby. <laughs> but shout out to you, Bubba. Because you inspire me in ways that you will probably never know. And I'm going to jump into my topic now. Narcissist part two. I'm talking about narcissism again and just going into a deeper exploration of some of the things that I said in the, in the last podcast and kind of talking about how people that attract narcissists, how that happens. Like, what is it about us that attracts them to us? Now, let me not say us no more because. I don't ride like that no more. I ain't attracting no narcissists. I can spot y'all and y'all can't come around here playing y'all little nine games and, and, and things like that around here anymore. But again, I'm raising awareness and, and giving y'all what to look out for when it comes to that entity. And I'm going to start with that. Narcissism, that's an entity. And when I say entity, I mean that's a spirit. 
that's a spirit that attaches itself to people based on how they feel about themselves deep down that's a spirit that attaches itself to people based on how they feel about themselves deep down and it's usually a lack somewhere a lack of love these people don't love themselves and they become an open target for that narcissistic entity that narcissistic presence to encapsulate encapsulate them and take over and so what it does is gives them this false sense of power and they prey on people that they see as weak because this false sense of power makes them feel like they are strong and they're invincible and they prey on the weak or the people that in their eyes are weak that are less than them or lower than them so let me go back to the top I mean the top of my notes because I was planning on saying that towards the end but it just came out so we're gonna rock with it we're gonna flow with it like that what attracts narcissists lack of self-love meaning the narcissist is the person that lacks self-love so they can spot it in other people and they feed off of it another trait in someone that is a victim of narcissism is lack of self-awareness they're not aware of themselves fully they're not aware of the fact that they're lacking their self-love they're not sound in their mind their mind is unstable and i'm not i'm not saying this as an attack against anyone because mental illness is one of those subjects that is very very touchy it's a it's a, a, a subject that i have to be b very delicate with because i'm not saying anything to attack anyone but not being sound in mind is the biggest gateway that allows anybody any entity to attack the person so mental health is it's vital it's important but again lack of self-awareness means that one is not aware that they're not sound in mind and when i say sound i mean when i say sound and when i say mental ill i'm speaking of there being an imbalance a chemical imbalance in the mind that causes it to operate in an unstable way either the the right brain is overactive or underactive or the left brain is overactive or underactive and you have to know the qualities or the the characteristics of the right brain and the left brain to understand how you're showing up or how or what instability mental instability looks like you would have to know the functioning of the left brain and the right brain and study that to know what it looks like or what how it shows up in the person that would be considered mentally ill all of us can be mentally ill at some points in our lives when we're too delusional and not seeing life for what it is that's a that's a mental illness 
and I'm going to go there. The pharmaceutical industry would like to label you as bipolar and schizophrenic so that they can continue to profit off of labeling you with those mental illnesses. However, there's a very thin line between mental illness and heightened spirituality. And I'm going to talk about that in another podcast. But when you can see beyond the illusion beyond this matrix game and I'm, I, I have to be real careful with my words on here eventually I'm going to start doing these podcasts in depth and talk about what I want to talk about on my Patreon and that's Fudge Productions Patreon slash Fudge Productions but that's coming in the future so for now we're going to spread the word right here on YouTube and on whatever um, platform you are listening to this podcast but where was I? pharmaceutical industry and the labels the bipolarism the schizophrenia these people are not sound in their mind they're chemically imbalanced and it could happen for a number of reasons that's why I said I got to do a whole podcast to talk about that and to dive into that subject back to narcissism so that lack of self-awareness that lack of the awareness that one is not sound in mind makes one vulnerable and open and they're not standing in their power. So it's easy for them to be the victim or the, the victim of a narcissist. They're, they're open to attack because they don't know their power. If they knew it, they'll be standing in it. So narcissists, they prey on these people. They see them as weak. And because those people are not sound in their mind, it's easy for them to play mind games with them, manipulate them, get them to do what they want them to do. Because the narcissist is typically the one that is in control of that other person's mind. When they see that person's mind is not sound and that person ain't standing in their power, they can easily mold that person's mind and have them bend to their will. Narcissists are master manipulators. They love to flip the script. They love it. That's what they do. Because flipping the script means they don't have to take accountability. They don't like to take accountability. They'll rather blame you, make it your issue. You confront them or make let them know that you feel a certain way about how you feel or how they're making you feel. Guess what they're going to do? Flip it and make it your fault. Flip it some kind of way and make you the issue so that they won't have to take accountability. Because they're avoiding them that they're feeling with that narcissism. No, there's a void in them that's being filled by that narcissistic entity, by that entity, that spirit that's operating in them. And so in order for them to remain in their position remain in their self-righteousness they don't take accountability they make it you they blame you they find a way to blame you they criticize you they get in your head and make you the issue but who put them in this position the entity did that entity that has taken over them is what put them in that position because they're self-righteous 
But guess what, y'all? A person that is standing in their power knows who they are, are, they're sound in their mind, they're mentally strong. A narcissist could never get away with their game on that type of person. Never. It won't work. Because the person that's standing in their power can see it. They can spot it. They call it out. That's why it's important for us to gain self-awareness. And it ain't going to happen overnight. But again, your girl advocating for y'all. I'm advocating for you to spot the, 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 red, the red flags. To become self-aware so that you maybe, maybe you coming across this message will rise up some level of awareness in you so that you begin to spot the red flags so that you won't be the victim to this entity anymore. The stronger you get, the more they have to flee and get away from you because they see that their power is no longer their, their strength. Your weakness is no longer their strength because you developing the strength on your own. You developing your own strength. They ain't going to celebrate you now. They're not going to celebrate you for finding your power, for finding your strength. They're going to flip that script again and they're going to become the victim and they're going to make you the problem. They're going to find something to criticize you about. They're not going to celebrate you for standing in your power. So don't look for it. They're going to make you the issue. They are so twisted. They thrive off of the misfortune of other people. They thrive off of making other people feel bad. That's how you know that that's a, a spirit, that's an entity. Because who thrives off of the misfortune of other people? Narcissist, now it's gonna get real. Narcissists are rapists, murderers, thieves, liars. These people that commit these whatever you want to call it. I don't I don't know what to label that group of darkness but these people that operate in this type of darkness they are narcissists in some capacity they feel entitled to what other people have i know that's a big extreme to to go from talking about a narcissist that plays mind games to a narcissist that's a rapist but that's that entity the darker a person is internally the deeper it gets and, and, and 
they're more susceptible to that entity making them rapists and murderers and thieves and liars and all of that let me tell y'all what i heard the other day that was like mind-blowing to me a liar is a thief a person that'll tell a lie they're they are a thief let me tell you how and it doesn't necessarily mean that they go around stealing things but they do go around stealing things when you lie to somebody what you're doing is stealing their reality you're stealing their version of reality when you lie to somebody what you're doing is stealing their version of reality to make it fit your objective that's narcissism man that is narcissism that's self-righteousness feeling like you got to be right so much so that you've been trying to be in reality to shape and mold your objective whatever your twisted objective is and they say if you allow you will steal if you steal you will kill it don't go that deep for everybody but a narcissist is a narcissist and depending on the person that's how deep it goes some of them will end their games at playing mind games manipulating people lying and stealing and some of them will go as far as being rapists and murderers. And I'm going to tell y'all a story about a rapist really quick. And then I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. I was a victim of intimate partner rape. I was dealing with a narcissist. And we had an argument. Which was typical. We were always arguing. The argument ended with me asking the person to leave. They didn't want to leave. Instead, they wanted to take me. So they held me down on the side of my couch and took it as if it was theirs. Again, these narcissists, they feel entitled to things that are not theirs. Even you. They see you as a possession. They see you as their belonging, something that belongs to them. So they feel entitled to you. So he held me down on the side of my couch and took it. And when it was over, I went in the bathroom and locked the door and I cried. I did one of them. I'm not trying to make humor out of a serious situation, but you know, on TV when somebody like be crying and they leaning up against the wall and they kind of slide down the wall. I did that like against the back of the bathroom door. I slid down to the floor, floor and I just bawled and bawled and bawled. And he walked up to the door, said he was sorry and left. And for years, I'm talking about years. I packed that I packed that down so deep inside of me. Did not even acknowledge the fact that I had been raped because my mind was so unbalanced, so distorted, so like clay in his hands that I didn't see it that way. I did not see it that way because our body naturally responds when there's intercourse. The body naturally lubricates itself when we are having intercourse. So, for some reason, that part of the the experience was what was playing the most in my mind. So I'm like, that it could, that's not what it was. It couldn't have been what it was. I convinced myself that it was not right because my body responded to it. However, 
if somebody is holding you down against your will and forcing themselves into you, that is rape. That is rape. That is rape. And it took years for me to acknowledge it. It took my auntie. We was at, I went to the gym with my auntie. We was at the gym for hours just talking. Like we had no worked out and we went in the locker room and was just talking for hours and hours and hours. And we ended up hanging out for the rest of that day. And she ended up asking me something. And I don't remember what she asked me, but I told her about the experience. And she was like, she looked at me sideways like, and you talking about it like it's nothing. Like you have no emotional attachment to it. What's up with that? And it was because I had suppressed it in me so, so deeply and disconnected from it. I did not see it for what it was. It took her to acknowledge the fact, hey, he violated you. That was a violation. That was rape. And it was in that moment that I started to release it and feel it and grieve and let it go so that I'm able to talk about it now with clarity, sound mind, and no emotion because I've, I've, I've been through the emotional aspect of it. And I've shared this with people that were close to me in my life along the years but I've never shared it publicly and the reason that I'm sharing it publicly now is for the liberation of others for the liberation of others do not I can't tell you what to do I can't tell you not to allow yourself to be the victim of it because if that's where you are on your journey that's where you are on your journey it's, it's, it's a part of your experience to make you who you are supposed to become what I can say to you is it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Your feelings are valid. Your emotions are valid. And when you get the strength to stand in your power again, it will end. When you get gather your strength back to stand in your power, when you become sound in your mind again, you will walk away. That's all I got for y'all today. I'm manifesting that the right people see this message, hear this message, and that they begin to walk in their power again. Love and gratitude to y'all. Peace.